You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! We suck at being newlyweds. I am joined by Dean Bell and Jared Haven. Is that legal? Is that legal now, Dean Bell? No. Kalen Bell? No, once we figure out this house situation, then we'll change our names. And then we have to make sure that we're not traveling for a bit because we have to change our passports and all of that. So Traveling. Traveling. That's why I haven't changed my address on all my billing for credit cards or banking information. It's still my parents' house because if I change it, I have so much direct deposit that comes out of there for between Audrey's and my business, personal business. It's like, I'm not going to go through each and everything and then have to change all of my billing address. So just, you know, I still get mail at my parents' house. That seems like the most simple one. 35 years old. But what are you going to do when you move to Virginia? Oh, who the hell knows? They'll probably still get mail and then my dad will mail it to me. It'll yeah. be like a third party. I always wonder how much mail oh. I'm still getting at like my old house. Like from that I lived in like 10 years ago, you know? Do you ever have um, anxiety that you're getting mail about how if you don't respond, it's the IRS that you're going to get arrested. You know, I do sometimes. There's probably a warrant out for your arrest right now. <laughs> I do sometimes get anxiety for that, but I'm like, if it's really that important, they wouldn't be sending me mail. Mail well, is would such be a thing of the Wait, past. So if there's a warrant out for your arrest, they don't notify you, right? Like it's just a known thing amongst cops because uh, you had yeah. a warrant out once and you didn't know. I think I did know. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I think I did know. But I don't. I think I had a feeling. It's not like I knew. It's not like I was informed. Hey, yeah. you have a warrant out. You should be notified, right? Yeah. Unless that's like a flight risk thing. Yeah, that's true. that's a good point. But no, I don't. Jared, to answer your question, I don't really get anxiety about that. Um, I maybe did have before, and it's actually kind of funny because the girl that lives in the first house I lived in in L.A. was, I think, a guest on this podcast at one point because she went on a reality show. And she was getting some big mail for me, and she thought it was like a, an IRS thing. And I was like, "No, this is this is 
pointless. Mail is so stupid. Mail has no purpose. Mail, the only thing mail is good for is... Wait, I'm sorry. There's nothing that mail is good for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only thing that mail is good for, I just got a new credit card and that came in the mail yesterday. That's the only thing I could think of that mail serves a purpose for. Yeah. Like everything, also, everything should be electronic. Everything should be on email. How do you get paid for this podcast, bro? Mail. <laughs> could be direct deposit. It should be direct deposit. We're living in the past. I know it should be. It's so, it's, and I'll, I'll, I'll go take this to the grave. Because like you said, Jared, what if something incredibly important is being sent to my house that I lived in 10 years ago? I would never know. And there were times in my life where I was like, I wonder if, and this is going to sound so stupid, I wonder if um, this envelope has like a, a transmitter. And if I, if I open this letter, then this organization will know that I opened the letter. And then I'm more liable to follow through the orders on it. Because there were times where I was like, oh, if, like, you know, whether it's like a court order or whatever it is. So, that would be like the 1980s version of having red on your text messages. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what I wonder, I always wondered what they would be, but no, I don't have stress about that anymore because that's my argument. If I go to court and they're like, we've been trying to reach you for three years, four years, what's up, bro? I'd be like, yeah, you've been trying to reach me via mail. What do you expect me to do? Get my mail and open it? No, thank you. It's so funny when you and Jared go on these um, tangents. You sound like, Grumpy old men sometimes. Children. <laughs> no, like we're either children or grumpy old men. <laughs> no. I can't really tell the difference. How would a grumpy old man complain about mail? If anything, I'd be complaining about email. True. What true. do you want me to do? Click on something? <laughs> Why don't you just mail it to Why me? Why don't you just ma- <laughs> fa- fax it over? Fax it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It, it's going to turn into email because as the older generation dies off, yeah. that's not used to email and used to mail. Now we're getting older. We're used. To the email and it's going to be something else it's going to be like dms on instagram just dm me i think we were very hard on gen zers for the longest time i think gen zers are going to change the world is that the one below us yeah yeah i just think they're so aware of the world and they want change to happen and they're so i don't know i i think everyone was so hard on them they're like these stupid kids they grew up with ipads but i think they're going to be the ones that change the world yeah how much uh screen time do you give dawson uh, you know, there's a few. We try to limit it, but he he definitely watches like a couple hours of TV yeah. here and there. Miss Rachel? I mean, what are we going to do? There's nothing we can do. Yeah. yeah. It's just there. We grew up on TV. He's going to have TV a part of his life. He's going to have phones a part of his life. We try to reduce it. We try to interact while watching. I mean, there's things that we supplement, but it's like, it's impossible. What, what are we supposed to do? Here's the just difference. pretend that it doesn't the, exist. The biggest difference, and it probably isn't even that big of a difference, but when we were kids... We would have to, like, once a week at 7 p.m., we would have to sit in front of the TV at 6.57, and you get excited for your TV show to come on. Mm. But now kids can just go on their iPad and be like, I want this episode on right now. Boom, it's on. And, you know, I wonder what that's going to do to them. <laughs> Not having to patiently yeah. wait for their show. Yeah, it's going to... Having to sit through the commercials, because if you if you leave during the commercial, you might come back it's and gonna you miss It's going to give them so much entitlement, because they're going to be like, well, everything that I want, I get right then. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying is, is people are mm-hmm. so critical of Gen Zers for that reason. And I think they're not as bad as people think they're going to be. I was looking up dating for uh, Gen Zers because Gen Alpha is too young as of right now. And I was trying to see if there's any Gen Z, uh, like if there's anything in the dating world of Gen Z that is repetitive or we can kind of talk about. 
But the problem is the biggest thing it said that Gen Z is getting rid of dating apps. They're not going on dating apps as much anymore. And they're trying to, they said that they'd rather, there was a poll that said they'd rather clean a toilet than go back on a dating app because it's too much work. So it's dramatic. like a part-time job. I know, so dramatic. But my point being is that it's hard to take anything from that because Gen Z is still so young. What is Gen Z? Like in the late 20s at best? Of course, yeah. you don't have to be on a dating app because it's not like you're 35 and be like, okay, I really want to meet someone. So it's yeah. hard to even I'm on the cusp take any, of millennial anything from and I'm that. 28. So I think they are like... So they'd be 26, 26. at the oldest. Yeah. The yeah. oldest Gen Z year is 26. Yeah. But also they're like, they're so cool. I don't want to put that in quotations because they actually are cool. They're very cool. And they just don't care about anything. And anything that, cool. that is was like cool for us, they are anti. So if we love dating apps, they're going to hate them. They're like the antithesis of us. Well, it's like, uh, you ever see the movie 21 Jump Street? with uh Channing yeah and Jonah, Jonah Hill hilarious Jonah Hill. movie and then did you ever see 22 Jump Street yeah which is even wait no I think 21 Jump Street is the movie where they go back to school right and then it's flip-flops like 22 Jonah, is Dave Jonah, Franco right yeah right so 22 right they go back and then it flip-flops like Jonah's the cool yes. kid because he exactly is like exactly anti-establishment right right so that's no what you're he's just, not anti-establishment he's not cool which makes him cool well yeah, but they exactly. were, but then he like runs in the track meet and they're like, Oh, I love how you messed up that track meet, you know? No, I don't remember that part. Like they, they made a they made a point, it's really good that in the nineties when they were growing up, it was the high school the jock jocks. that was the cool kid, right. right? There's even a scene in that movie that I remember when they first go back to school, uh Channing Tatum has his, his backpack on, he only oh, has yeah. one strap yeah. on his shoulder. Yes. <laughs> and Jonah has both strap over his shoulders. And Channing's like, bro. Get rid of the one strap. No, 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 no. You're, it's not cool. You can't do that anymore. And he's like, but everybody else has two straps. He's like, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. It's not cool. It's not cool. And then the coolest kid, played by Dave Franco, comes up to Jonah, and he's also wearing the two straps because they show that in the '90s the cool kids wore one strap, but now the cool kids are two the smart it. ones who wear both straps. Dave, Dave Franco. They just are a, also drug dealers in that movie. <laughs> right. right. Such a dreamboat. <laughs> and then he pulls up in his muscle car and he's like, "How many miles per gallon you get in that thing? Like five? And he's like, Psh, "Try four. What about you? He goes, "Oh, this runs off of the." recycled grease from the Chinese yeah. restaurant down the street. It's like, okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's talk about Bachelor. Great movie. Let's talk about Bachelor. We are all... Jared, are you flying out today or tomorrow? Flying out tonight. A red eye? Uh, no, well, it's not a red eye because it's 7.30. LA is three hours oh, earlier, right. so we land at 11. That's great. We did that because uh, we're hoping Dawson sleeps on the flight. You're bringing Dawson? six hours... Oh, yeah, we're bringing Dawson. Oh, great. And he's coming to the mansion? The mansion? The mansion. I believe so. So you guys are going to meet Dawson. Well, I've met him at iHeart Studios. Remember we were recording the podcast and there? Ashley brought him up? Yeah, we both, we all were there. Oh, The relaunch right. of the podcast. I mean, was that like a year and a half ago? February I joined. So almost a year. I'm excited for him to call me Unky Dainy. Oh. <laughs> I can't What'd wait to see say? him. He's going to look at me and he goes, no, he's going to go, Uncle Deany. Uncle Dean, we'll, we'll practice on the plane. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's awesome right now. Yeah, he's in. He's just the best. He's he's primed awesome. And you've flown with him quite a bit to Virginia. Yeah, we usually do like hour flights. It's the cross country ones that just suck because an hour you can get through. 
Because even if it's bad, it's only bad for like 20 minutes. So you just got to like figure it out. Mm -hmm. But six hours, that's why we went late because it's like, please sleep because he just gets restless. It's like moving left and right and he's kicking the seat and he, he just wants to get up and he's like flaring his body and then he gets tired of the phone because he just wants, he wants to run around. I have a question like, for you. Oh. Have you seen those TikToks where um, like a, a girl or a guy, someone, a baby's crying and someone will pick up the baby next to them on the plane and like walk them around. What if a stranger took Dawson, how would you feel? No, strangers aren't picking no. up children and walking them around airplanes. Yeah, I've seen this happen all over TikTok. I would be so mad. Well, if the baby's screaming, the mom is stressed. Or the dad so is stressed. I would like, if I was on an airplane. And, and you looked over at me and you're like, can I help you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they ask. Of course, they're not just going to snatch the baby. Well, you didn't, you didn't clarify. I thought that was implied. Because I, I would do that. I would walk a baby around on an airplane if the mother or father I thought was you meant like, snatching the baby too. No, no, no. Just being like, hey, can I help you out? And like walking the baby up and down the aisles. Would you be cool with that? Yeah. I mean, they're not going any. I, where are you I go? would be staring at them. <laughs> um but also at the same time, I'd be able to sit down and breathe for a second. So that's mm. really nice. I don't think I would. Uh, I wouldn't even. If I was a parent, I don't think I would because the baby's screaming his head off. Because it's kind of my job to make the baby stop screaming, not some random stranger. But what I if get a where stranger, stranger picks up Hunter and he's like, new face. And then he's intrigued and stops crying for a second. I Bro, think, wait till Hunter is alive, screaming <laughs> yeah. hours on end. And you're just like, I love you so much. Please, someone take him away from me. Mm. Someone take him away from me because it's just natural bro like I, I mean as much as you're gonna love your kid they're tough they're going they don't like they're they torture your life not intentionally but because they're a baby they don't know what the hell is going on they're gonna scream or they're gonna hit you or they're gonna bite you and they're gonna laugh and then they're gonna poop in your hand and you're just gonna be like i need like i just need a minute guys i need a minute you know it's just natural or else you're gonna lose your goddamn mind when does the crying and screaming phase pass? Is that four? Um, I mean, he's, I don't know. I mean, he's, he throws tantrums now sometimes really depends. Like he'll throw himself on the floor now and just scream. And you're like, oh, and then of course he hits his head on the floor. Like he'll, he'll not hard, but like when he goes, he'll like knock his head and then he'll scream more. And it's like, bro, just relax. Um, I don't know when the screaming phase stops, but you know what my pet peeve is? And we talked about it on the podcast before, especially on planes, traveling with a kid. It's the people that get pissed off when Dawson's crying. And they like you can tell they keep like looking back and like roll their eyes. Or like I remember one time we had Dawson and he was like fl flaring his body a little bit because he wanted to get up. And this was like 45 minutes into the flight. And he kept kicking the chair in front of us. And we were trying to stop him. But he's like wrestling out of our arms. And it happened like three or four times. And the person in front of us just like whipped his head back and just kind of looked at us. And it's oh, like, bro, geez. turn your fucking head around. Don't look at me. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. Is because that, what, that's you. you. Oh, sometimes I look around. That's you. I would never like. You're like that child is being so loud on the airplane. If and I'm there like, is a, a five-year-old kicking my chair. Yeah, I'm well, going to be pissed. That's different. <laughs> what but we, we have a baby in our lap who's very clearly uncomfortable trying to get out of our arms. We're just trying to relax him. Our thing and it's is, so like, I remember people talking about how like oh we should be we should be aware if we're sitting next to a baby on the flight and it's like everyone chill out this is why if you mm -hmm. don't bring headphones on the plane it's That's nobody's fault but your own if you're yeah. listening to my crying kid get headphones like guess what you get to do when you leave the plane guess what you get to do you get to walk be off away from and you get to go to the bathroom you don't have to worry about anything you go find your car you get to breathe you get to you could stop and you could look at magazines for a minute if you want to you should and say just that collect you should your stand thoughts. up you, 
stand up in the plane and be like, I, I don't want him to be crying. You think I want this? Which reminds me of... I know. We were on a trip. It goes through my head. Semi-recently with a friend and someone asked for a photo. Oh, yeah. And this friend... <laughs> He kept getting bombarded with photos and he was like blocking the view of of the show we were watching. It was so funny. And this woman was like, Ugh, again, like the fifth person came up to ask for a Can photo. You get out of my way, please. She's like, are you serious? And he was so sassy. He was like, you think I want this? You think I want to be here taking these pictures with these people? And like, it, he's like, oh, in the I know, nicest I know way. friend. In the nicest. He told the story too. <laughs> it was <she>. so funny. <laughs> which, which I could see you just standing up there and being like, You think I want this? You think I want this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's just people. And oh, he's I, talked I've, about it on the podcast. It's okay. We'll keep the internet. Okay. In okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and let the mystery, the, the mystery uh, live on. I, um, it's annoying because people, what, what I find is that people just, are human beings and they're looking for things to complain about. Be I don't know. I just from working in hospitality where I've worked with many people, I've waited on many people and being a part of the bachelor and being able to talk to many people, just people say things and people do things that they don't even necessarily believe, but they just say and do them yeah. because for some reason, like in their reaction, they just, they say things. And there's no, just there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. But I'm just excited. negative, but also like, it's just like, it's, it's amazing how people just say things. I know that sounds so vague, but I wish I could explain it better, but they just do and say things that they don't even like necessarily mean, but still, mm. it's just like, I, I, I don't get it, yeah. but it, I, it's just, I guess being a human, it's like the know. equivalent Continue. to being a child that's screaming loud. Humans as adults just blurt out the first thing that they think. Mm -hmm. I guess, or they just are so reactionary. But I, I was going to say too, about back to the plane thing about the loud children. What really mm -hmm. makes me angry in those situations is when the parent is not doing anything to help ease the situation for the child. Like if the, it, like if you, if Dawson's kicking the back of the seat in front of him and I look back and the parents are just like sitting there zoning off into their own world. I'm yes. like, Hey parent, this is your job to like mend the situation with your child. Like calm him down. Yeah. Do like, Just do like scrolling on their phone. Do or something because your child is making everyone else's experience here worse. And if I look back at you and you're not trying to fix the situation, I'm going to be mad at the parent. And if there's a parent like stressed and doing everything they can, like totally understand yeah. babies are uncontrollable. Is that the right word? Uh, so yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. That's my, that's my peeve with that. But I was going to say, I'm really excited to see Dawson yeah. in the Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. In the Bachelor Mansion, where you, you guys didn't meet there, but it's the beginning of your love story in you an better, indirect you way. You better bring a tuxedo for him to wear oh on the gosh. front steps of the mansion. Hold a little rose. We've thought about this. You better. You better do it. We'll just like, we'll, we'll like pour water on the yeah. front yeah, steps. Yeah. You know how right. it looks so glistening, night one? Yeah. You should act as the producer, the behind-the-scene producer who's watering down the driveway, and then you're like, he's pulling up, he's pulling up. You could do a whole skit about it. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. 
Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's somebody else coming. Maybe I forget who it is, but I think that has a girl in the franchise. Oh, like a child? Because we were joking about how we need to film. Mm-hmm. 
like them in front of the mansion together as if like Jimmy Kimmel used to do that didn't he baby bachelor yeah the baby bachelor uh so i don't know who could be coming with the girl but we 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 definitely thought about that oh yeah we're gonna get so much content of dawson in the mansion but the thing is the mansion is definitely not as so much content it's gonna be great uh the mansion is not as personal to us as paradise is like i i've been to the mansion since night one and it's cool being back there but i don't feel as nostalgic towards it as when we go to paradise and i'm like holy shit like this is bringing the me mansion back. also looks different, right? Because uh, the de- decoration team, what are they called? The that team comes and like makes it completely different. The art department. Art department, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it looks I mean, different, right? It's, it's still like it does look different. I mean, from when we were there, I don't know what's going to look like tomorrow night. I mean, this was years ago when we were there, probably like three years ago, I guess now. But there's like in the rose ceremony room, you know, there's pool tables and and tons of tables and chairs. So it doesn't look the same, mm. but um, it's still cool. Like because the structure of the house is the exact same, you know, everything. Right. Um, so it's still cool being back there and like, oh, shit, this is like this is the room we slept in. Like my bunk bed was over there and and then this is the pool in the hot tub. And, you know, we used to hang out over here and it's it's definitely it's really cool. Kaylin's excited. I am excited. I haven't been back since since we lived in the mansion. Oh wow, that's crazy. Have you been back? What about you, D? Of course not. I'm I'm not excited. I would rather not go if I didn't have to. But why are you so negative? I just I don't I don't care about it. Oh, I think it'll be cool with all our friends there. It'll be fun to see our friends, but like we could just go out to a restaurant or a bar or something. I don't know. I just I think it's such a guy thing to be honest. I think it's such a guy thing because I'm in the exact same boat. Like, I'm excited to go back. Like, it's cool being at the mansion. But if given the choice, I'm staying home. Yeah, really, like, yeah. I love you guys all. But yeah. it's just like, that's how I, I don't feel like going. That's like, where I, I'm at, too. I'm, I don't want to. But at the, at the same time, like, I don't want to. I don't want to rain on the parade of everyone's excitement, you know, but I, I think guess. it'll be fun. And once we're there, once we're there, I think we'll have a lot of fun. It's like getting me there and then I'm like, oh, OK, this is actually fun. Yeah, but the the thought of going, I'm like, can I just, I just, uh, I just want to chill. I don't want to go. Yeah. And for the listeners who aren't aware, we are all flying to LA tomorrow, heading to the Bachelor Mansion, having dinner there. Mm-hmm. I think that's our only plan, right? Just have dinner. We're having dinner at the mansion. I have, yeah, no idea. I don't think anyone knows what we're doing. I heard dinner, and that's all that I know. Mm. I know I- Ashley's recording podcast there. Okay, I figured so there I would be some podcasts recording. I wanted Kayla and I to pull up to the uh, hibachi. I wanted Kayla and I to pull up to the front doors on the man of the mansion with my motorcycle, but she said, "I'm too scared to ride in the back." Heck of your yeah! Motorcycle. Do you know how windy those roads are getting up to? Heck yeah! Getting up to the mansion. We yeah, rode you up. could just you guys could no no no. What you do is you drive to the the mansion, and, and then, then the before, last... you know how like there's the gate before you oh, well, get to that. the driveway. For sure. You just hop on the back of his bike and make it look like you're riding up. Oh, yeah. Or you could just do a whole skit, guys. Caitlin, where you're the bachelorette and Dean's whole gimmick is that he pulls up in the motorcycle looking all cool and stuff, trying to win your heart. And then he just whisks me away on his motorcycle. Yeah, but you'd be too scared to get on yeah, the back. Yeah. You rode on the back of a motorcycle for 10 hours when we did Road to Hana. Shall we recap why I don't get on motorcycles anymore? We were in one accident and we both walked away unscathed. If anything, that should instill some confidence. That is enough. And also that was because someone else was at fault and there aren't going to be many cars driving up that canyon. It's such a scary drive, even in a car. 
Yeah, if you're driving, but not if I'm driving. No, if anyone's driving, just get on the freaking back of no, it. No, thank you. I'm bringing two helmets, so you're gonna you're gonna wear it, and you're gonna get on the. I'll back. go from the gate. It's a long driveway. You used to be so brave. What happened? I got into a motorcycle accident. Oh my That's gosh! What happened. It was one accident, and we both were fine. <laughs> and your handlebar was crushed into your hand. No, it wasn't. Yes, you're it so was. dramatic. My hand was fine. Thankfully, I had a a um. What are those things that deploy? Oh my gosh! A helmet. No, when you get airbag? into an accident, thank you, an airbag. Thankfully, I had an airbag, which There's was your airbags body. airbags on motorcycles? No, my body absorbed oh. the blow, and she just fell into me, and she was totally fine. <laughs> and so was I. Yeah, but I, what happened? I was, uh, a guy was uh, turning left illegally through a double yellow, and I was uh, in the yeah. right lane, and he, or no, it was like, so either like he was in my lane and doing an illegal U-turn or turning left illegally. Either way, illegal turn. Never saw me, never saw us on the motorcycle, I guess. And it was a 50 year old motorcycle. Gosh, I love that motorcycle. And the brakes just had never been serviced. And so the stopping power wasn't very good. And so he turned and I like, I, for five seconds, I was like, oh, we're hitting him. We're hitting him. We're hitting him. And I'm just slamming the brakes the whole time. But the brakes were so bad. I was like, we're hitting him. We're hitting so him. So scary. And so we were only going like 15 or 25 miles an hour. But it was in Brentwood and there's like those crazy curved roads in Brentwood. So we were coming around a big uh. bend. And we remember, it's so crazy. Obviously you were in the front, so you remember it better than me, but we remember it so differently. I remember him pulling out and like, I guess making a U-turn of sorts, but like backing out of a driveway and like doing something crazy right by this turn. So like nobody could see him coming and he was, you know, illegally blocking this drive. Yeah. And it was just a 50 year old motorcycle with bad brakes. This is now a 2021 with fancy new brakes. I even got a nice little seat on the back for you. A little a back bar to lean back on. Dean put in a, a seat for me one time. It, was it this motorcycle? Yeah. And I am walking out through the neighborhood and I just see the seat bar lying in the road. I'm like, oh, oh no, that, that was a, me. I ordered a little suction cup seat before <laughs> I installed the permanent seat and the suction cup just <laughs> fell off. I even took off the exhaust. You know how hard it is to take off an exhaust? I, I took don't. off the exhaust and added foot pegs for you. And a big sissy bar for you to just leak. You can literally sit on the bike and lean back. Like you could lean back like this. We can't hear you. I know, but that's, I was <laughs> just doing it to prove my point. And, and I put foot pegs on there for you and a seat and a little lean back session. I'll think about it, but it. honestly, that was traumatizing for me. And you need to recognize that that was traumatizing. Okay. But if I'm the source of that trauma, like let me fix it and you're not letting me fix it. I don't think that's how it works. Yes. <laughs> Stop being traumatized. Just don't do it, Kaylin. I mean, yeah. that, this is how this works. Right. Just don't do it. Don't do what, Jared? Get on the motorcycle. Go on the motorcycle. No, Jared, you're supposed to be on my side here. I have a photo of the two of you, you, Jared, on the back of his dirt bike oh, when and, we uh, first Tahoe. started dating in Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ride it or did you just take a photo? I think it was just a photo. I definitely didn't ride it. I don't remember. I don't remember riding a dirt bike. It was like, it was also an older dirt bike and it was at elevation. So I was having a hard time starting. Oh, Wells. I think you peeled off with Wells and you and Wells drove back together. Yeah, probably. Wells is brave. And also Wells rides, rides motorcycles. So he understands how safe they actually are. Mm. It's not that- I actually want to learn how to ride a motorcycle. I can teach you. Oh, wow. I would never want to go on the back of somebody else's motorcycle. I'll teach you at the mansion. I know I hate being on the, I rode on the back of my brother's motorcycle when I was like 12 and he rode like a bat out of hell. It scared the crap out of me. And I was like, I'll never sit on the back of a motorcycle again. And then you travel to like these Southeast Asian countries and like that's how they get around is like if you order a taxi, a guy pulls up on a motorcycle and you have to jump on the back. And then it's a stranger. You're like, do I wrap my arms around him? What do I do? And you have yeah, all this like luggage. How, how close are we going to get here? And I hate it because you're so 
you have i'm a control freak i have you have no control and you're just like at the mercy of this guy that's driving that you've never met before he's driving like a maniac because that's just how everyone drives out there so yeah i i personally would never get on the back but kaylin like that's where you belong not that you belong on the back, but like you, 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 you fit perfectly back there. I'll wow, feel safe. Wow. I'll feel safer in Colorado because people drive less dangerous. People drive so safely in Colorado. They're just like slow drivers. That's not entirely true, though. Okay, then I won't get on your motorcycle. But in I'm Colorado. just saying, like, that's just you have this notion in your mind where everyone in LA drives like an idiot, and they everyone do. in Colorado drives like a like a saint. The majority yes. of them do. Yes, and Vegas. Vegas is so scary. LA is so scary. So I'll feel better in Colorado. Vegas is scary because it's like you could be driving at 6 p.m. and there might be a drunk driver like driving barely down the street or something. I swear everyone here is drunk. That's what I'm always worried about. So anyways, yeah, back to the mansion. Back to the mansion. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, I want to talk about a different mansion. Uh, what's going mansion. on with the house in Colorado? The last <laughs> very, time we talked humble. to you guys on the podcast was you were actually getting a phone call from your realtor. Yes, we got the counter offer. It was, they took a tiny, tiny bit off of the asking price, which we accepted. We should have played harder ball. Harder ball. We didn't. We love it. And we close in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. So we're under contract. Well, congratulations. Thank you guys you. are new homeowners. Hopefully. We're, we're waiting till we close. We've been under contract now three times. Granted, we haven't seen the previous two homes and we've seen this one. Um, we're, we're pretty much there in terms of like closing. So I can't wait. I'm not allowing myself to get like excited until the date we have actually closed, you know? And I also feel like homes, homes are like kids because this is your second that you guys are owning. Yes. Yeah. So it's like not as cool as the first one now in terms of like, hey, my God, congratulations. You guys bought a house, you know, like if, with Dawson, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're having a kid. That's so exciting. Holy crap. Your life's going to change, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, hopefully when we uh, have a second, people are going to be like, oh, that's great. Like, congrats. Yeah. What mm -hmm. else is new? And then the third. So it's same thing, be you like, guys, ah. Oh, my God, you guys are in a new house. That's awesome. Yeah, it's more so the move. And and I was thinking about this yesterday. We've had like four people visit us in Vegas. Not very many people come, but I think a lot more people are going to come visit us in Aspen. I wouldn't count on it. I do. I think I think a lot more people, people like Vegas is fun, whatever, but we live in the suburbs of Vegas. So if people want to come to Vegas, they're not going to stay here. And I feel like people love, our friends love to ski especially. But I just say, I wouldn't bank on getting excited about people coming to visit because then if people don't come to visit, then you're sad. Oh, if they don't come, it's fine. I love being alone, but I think more people are going to come visit us. Um, I'm not excited as much. I'm not as excited as Kaylin for many reasons. Of the house? Yeah. Let's I'll it. be excited what? once we're like out of this house and like moving is just so sucky. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to Especially suck. moving to a different state. Yeah. Moving to a different state, like a thousand miles away. We're going to have to pack up all our junk and you've got a lot of junk, honey. I've been, I already started packing. Yeah, well, good, because you got a lot of junk, honey. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be such a pain in the butt. And then like, you're not, once you get there, you're still not done because then you have to unpack and then you're still not done because then you have to organize and you're still not done because then you have to buy more These stuff. These all sound like great things to me. I, I don't see a problem in it. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just not it's hey, exciting. Hey, be positive. What's your, what's you get to timeline? go ski the day that we move. And Kaylin 
But I was gonna I was gonna be critical in a way, but I can't remember what it was anymore. Of course. You're so negative. Come on. Are there oh, any I'm positives? Sorry. Is there is, is critical and negative the same thing? No. Oh, I remember now. We were Isn't looking at it? houses and it was like we would found a house that was like three hundred thousand dollars cheaper and I'd be like, Ooh, this looks awesome. And we can re like redo things in it. And she's like, No, do you have any idea how much it's gonna cost to redo the kitchen? It's gonna be five hundred thousand dollars. I didn't know. And say I'd that. be like, It's not gonna cost that much. And then we end up buying a house that's that much more expensive anyways. It's just stressful. Tell us more negative things. Am I being negative? I'm just being critical. I'm being real, real, because I'm stressed. It's 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 a big, it's a lot, it's a big move. What are you stressed about? It's a big move. Just the move or the moving. The price is a lot of money. It's more money than I've ever mm -hmm. seen in my entire life. And just the move. Okay. I think the move is the big part of it. Like, what are we going to do? Hire movers to drive our stuff out to Colorado for us? Because there's yeah. no way we can fit all this in any of our cars. Yeah, of course we're going to hire movers. It's expensive. Yep. Yeah. Well, you wanted this. I don't know. <laughs> you say that, but you wanted it. We both want it. Yeah. You want it more than me. That's not necessarily true. I'd say it's 50-50. All right. Well, I'm excited about the house. I don't care if you're That's not. That's good. That means that your excitement can temper my non-excitement. Not yeah. that I'm not excited. I just I just know that there's a lot of steps to get there. And that's what I think about when, when we're talking about moving all the steps. I don't think it's as many steps as you think it is. I just, I hate packing and I hate unpacking. I just hate it so much. And if we ever, I don't think we're, I don't think I ever want to move again after we live in Colorado. We probably won't. I think you could also hire the movers to like disassemble furniture and assemble it. While I can do all those things, I feel weird paying someone to do them for me, you know? Like if I can do something, yeah, I don't want yeah, to pay someone to do I mean, that's the service it. you're paying for. Yeah. I don't know. So and, don't feel guilty. That's their job. They want to make more money. Plus you could tip them. That's true. I just, I feel weird paying someone to do something that I can do. And I also think that like people don't, they're, they're not as careful with belongings as they are with their own possessions. And so it's like, uh, well, if you, you get know, insurance, they will be because if they, if you get insurance on it, you can get insurance on things on movers. Hmm. That's what we did. And so if anything breaks, they, you know, they come, they like inspect all the furniture to make sure like, oh, there's a ding here. So that's not us. It's kind of the same thing when trading in a car. Hmm. And then, uh, you know, then if you get back and you're like, hey, this bed post is broken. And like, oh, shit. well, you got any we'll good, get you a new one. You got any good recommendations for moving companies for us? I yeah, do. what did you guys I do? do? I can talk to you off. I can talk to you off air about it if you want. Well, just drop a name real quick. Maybe we'll get a new sponsor. Mayflower. Hmm. Mayflower. It's a good name. Mayflower is the way to go. It's a good. That's a good classic a American one. name. My friend uh, moved from LA across the country, and she has a lot of vehicles. So they they loaded up her vehicles, went to drive it cross country, got a mile down the road, a rock hit the their Tesla windshield, shattered it. A mile, a and mile into cross did she country. Have insurance. Yeah, it was fixed. But could you imagine? I'd be so mad. That's Just what I'm saying. Just a mile in. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's why my excitement is tempered because of things like that. Rocks. Yeah, I I feel like there's rocks, covered so rocks. covered um, trailers that you could get like what, exposed. Probably way more expensive. Yeah, probably. Like, what am I gonna do with my motorcycle? No I'm, gonna clue. To, I'm gonna have to drive you're to LA. Ship it. No, I'm not gonna no, ship, ship it. it. That sounds just so expensive. Throw it into the truck. You can just throw a motorcycle. Yeah, honestly, bro, it's the same. When I shipped my car from Rhode Island to LA, I think it cost me like I don't know, like thirteen hundred dollars, something oh, like that, something right something. around there. Dude, think of how much you're going to pay in gas. Yeah. You're not saving that much money if you drive it. True. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's just, those are the things that are stressing Can me out. Can you say something positive? Mm, 
bananas. I like bananas. I like the way they taste. Dude, that house is going to be awesome. You're going to love living in it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to ski. Uh, we'll see how that all goes. I got an MRI on my What's knee. your timeline? Oh, to move? Yeah, like when are you guys planning on getting out of there? That's another well, thing too. Well, so we'll, we'd probably be there early January, but then we have to like rent this house out. That's a big undertaking. It's not as big as you think, but yeah. What do you mean? It's big. And then we have to be landlords. Oh my gosh. I mean, I hate, I hate, hate, hate landlords. And now I have to now be you one. Now can be a good one. And now I have to be one of those. Yeah, well, now you hate yourself, bro. <sighs> yeah, you're right. I should be happy about it. We're but excited. our timeline, we close in a few weeks. And they keep asking if we're going to be there for closing. We thought we'd be in Tanzania, but we will actually be home. So I don't know if like maybe we drive out there, unpack some stuff during closing, or we do everything remotely. But then we have Christmas with his brother in Bozeman. So it'll much. probably be January. Wait, yeah, that's a good point. I just saw his email this morning about being out there for closing, but we're going to be in. Bo we're going to try and go to Bozeman. So, uh, are we going to be able to do that? Yeah, I was going to talk to you off air because there's a lot to discuss. I, it's just so much traveling. Where's oh Bozeman? That's Colorado, Montana. It's like a oh, it's Montana. It's like a twelve-hour drive from Colorado, from Pasalt at least. But what are you doing for Christmas in Rhode Island? Mm. I don't think Ashley's too happy about it. Oh, well, what are you going to do? The problem is, is that her dad is working at the hospital the day after Christmas, so he can't come to Rhode Island for Christmas. Mm. Oh, shit. So, I know. But my sister and her brother-in-law, I have to talk more to him, they're moving. He's in the Coast Guard, and he just got um, he got a promotion, but he's getting assigned to a different location. So they're moving to New York, mm. in upstate New York. So it's like six hours away. So, and that's supposed to be happening in June. So this is like their last Christmas in Rhode Island for a little while. So I don't uh -huh. know what we're going to do. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out, Ashley. But uh, plan is to stay in Rhode Island. Honestly, there's nothing Not sure better than yet. being home for Christmas. Like I'm so excited to go to Bozeman, but just waking up, going downstairs in your own living room is so nice. Not having to travel. Should we go to Virginia um, instead? No, I'm saying like when we have... Christmas here and uh -huh. we're just like already here it's nice to not travel yeah but then it feels less like Christmas oh but I guess if my mm -hmm. if people are here with us mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh. pros and cons to both so having Dawson I'm very excited for when he probably next year I'm excited for this year because it'll be fun seeing him open the toys and seeing all the presents and the colors and he's gonna be like ooh. but when he is able to communicate more and have a better understanding of, bro, there is a fat guy who comes down the chimney mm -hmm. and he's going to bring you so many toys. So you're going to wake up Christmas morning and there's going to be all these toys that weren't there the night before. And I'm so excited for that. And so I want to be home for those moments. So this year I'm a little bit more flexible because I like I want to be home when he is fully aware of what's going on. And I feel like that starts next yeah. year. This year, it's more of like, you know, he he's just colors and ripping things open and running around. When he opens so, gifts, is he like excited and he's aware that this is a present? Yeah, I don't think he knows. I, I think it's he's just he's just opening things and he knows that things are in there that he can, I think everything is a toy to him hmm. as of right now. So I guess he's a little, he doesn't know the idea of gifting or presents, but he, he knows the idea of toys. But the problem is I think he thinks everything is a toy because he'll grab things and start throwing them. And it's like, no, that's not a toy buddy. So uh -huh. if he like, whether it be his, a box 
or like, you know, cause he has boxes in his room that we put his toys away in and his chest and he knows that like he opens it up and he grabs a toy. So I'm curious, I'm assuming it's the same thing with gifts where like he, you know, he likes just like ripping the paper um, and he likes opening the boxes and just like grabbing whatever in there. So I think he enjoys that element of it, which is a lot of fun for us to watch. Have you um, seen those TikToks where but, the kids are gifted a potato or an avocado? And some kids are so mad. Yeah. They like throw it and they're they're so angry. And then some kids are so sweet and they're like, thank you so much, mom. I love you so much. Yeah. But I guess he's not at that Aww. age yet where you can where you can test it. Can verbalize <laughs> no, but I plan on. If, I, if and I'm when gonna, we have kids, I'm going to be like, hey, Santa's not real. I'm giving you these gifts. No, these Dean. are from me. It's so you magical for them to like believe in something I that's the, fake. I want I all the credit. I want all the credit. No. I, okay, that's fine. You <laughs> With can, all but, due respect, with all due respect to the parents out there who don't tell their kids the story of Santa Claus, who try to, who say like they don't want to lie to their kids, I I don't think I could. I just you and I don't have anything in common. That's what it really comes. It's down like to magic. They get to believe I'm in magic. I so hard, but magic yeah. isn't real. So why would I want to instill that belief early well, on? It's like it's I, a, it, I, it goes in hand in hand with being a child and being just like so pure. It's like this pureness that you get to believe. I want the kid to know that I'm the reason he's getting presents. They, he will for the rest Bro, of his he's life. He's going to find out one day. I want to establish it early on. I need to drive it into his brain. Hey, that's selfish. Mom and dad are buying me these things. Not some magical man that lives in the North pole. That is selfish. I'll still sing the songs. Then it's pointless. I'll get like one small present from Santa every, every Christmas for him. And they'll be like, Oh, Santa's gifts suck. But dad and mom's their gifts are awesome. Y You'll give him a potato from Santa. So you'd yeah. be like, dude, Santa sucks. Yeah. I hope Santa doesn't even come this year. I don't even like potatoes. Uh, yeah, get him out of here. Yeah. What, how old were you guys when you found out Santa wasn't real? Um, I went snooping for Christmas presents and I looked and then I told my siblings, I have a stepbrother who's the same age and my older sister. And they were all conspiring. In the, they all, the both of them were conspiring in the basement. I think I was like a, 10 or 11, maybe. That's old. Was maybe younger? Yeah, I don't I feel know. Like that's old. Eight, but they were in the basement. So yeah, I must have. It was before third grade because we moved third grade, and they were like, "Oh, we didn't want to tell you. We've known for years." And I was like, "Oh, now I feel stupid." So you just found out through them? No, because I found Christmas presents that said to to mm. Kaylin from Santa. They yeah. had like already wrapped them, right? And then I went down and oh, told but my they were siblings. Like not under the tree. They were like in the closet. Yeah, and my mom like threw sheet over them. Uh. So it was before third grade. Nice. What about you? I don't know. You never believed? <laughs> I'm trying to remember when I probably had a similar situation. I would always sneak down around like 2 a.m. to see like how big the presents were. Maybe like steal a present, sneak one away and like open <gasps> it in my room. That's awful. And I think, I think similar situation, like one of those times I might have like seen someone under the tree putting a present. I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't want to say anything because I don't know certainly mm -hmm. when it was. Do you remember, Jared? Yeah, I was probably around eight, eight or nine, I guess. Yeah, so maybe that's the right age uh, because you start hear, hearing rumblings in school mm -hmm. about Santa not being real. Those losers who spread those rumors. Awful. I'm going to. And it's their older siblings who ruined it for them. I know those jerks. My sister did a really good job. She knew. She didn't mm -hmm. tell me. Um but then we were, I, so I was always kind of speculating whether Santa was real or not at this point in my life. And then my parents, I'm sure you guys experienced this as well. When they had gifts under the, the tree, some said from mom and dad and some mm -hmm. said from Santa. So 
my dad got me this baseball contraption. I forget what it was, but it had something to do with sports. And it said from Santa on there. But when I opened it, my dad was like, yeah, I saw this and I really wanted to get it for you. Uh, And I was like, but it said from Santa. He's like, And then he was like, oh, and then my mom and my now that I know my mom is an adult, like my the most Nancy way possible was like, you know, there's something we we need to tell you. Oh, no. As if like my uncle just died. Your dog died. Yeah. She's like, you know, Santa's. Santa's not real. Yeah, I feel I found out Christmas morning. Don't most kids find out Christmas morning? Is that weird? I think that's weird. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, Is it? It's kind of when like all the speculation comes to the it. surface. I've always heard of like your siblings just come together and you like whisper together, but you never tell your parents, you know. Hmm. That is funny yeah, though. I wonder today my I, mom was like, Santa's not real. <laughs> Jared, there's something we need to talk to you about. We're getting a no, I'm just kidding. Santa's not real. <laughs> it's, it's almost like it's that And then I was like, Do you know? looking at my sister and, and she's like yeah i've known for a little while now and i'm like oh my god i wonder god, how she I found out so like stupid. did your mom sit her down and she's like hey santa's not real probably my mom's so dramatic that's amazing <laughs> i know she's just it's good it's funny now but uh you know there's something we need to tell each other i think like, I, I, I have a good idea of where this conversation is about to go i think what happened for me was we were uh we were somewhere for easter and my mom would always hide Easter baskets around the house for us, for us to find in the morning, like in in complete separate locations. <laughs> we were in Steamboat one Easter, and I think I found out that trip that the Easter bunny wasn't real, which then fell into like, is Santa real? Are any of these things real? And then eventually that's when I found out all those things were fake. Is it, It's just Santa and, and the Easter bunny. I guess leprechauns. Leprechauns aren't real. Leprechauns. Oh, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Lepre- oh, I believed in leprechauns in like kindergarten. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I was thinking like you go from the. I felt like that was just such a big jump from like Santa the Easter Bunny. Well, I'm Lepre- trying to I think. Oh yeah. What I'm other fake things there are? Unicorn. Well, the Tooth Fairy. That's what I think. Oh, tooth, tooth Fairy. fairy. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 But leprechauns make sense. I was thinking of like the horror movie the Leprechauns, oh. not like the gold at the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Tooth fairies are um, are crazy. That parents can just sneak in there, pull your tooth out from under your, your pillow. Your parent without you waking up. That's impressive. I know, how hard did we sleep? Sneaky Seriously, parents. it's very impressive. I'm definitely waking up Dawson, and then as I'm slipping like a dollar bill underneath and trying to take his stupid yeah, you're like, tooth, just checking, like, making sure. I think my parents would like wake me up in the morning, and they'd be like, "How'd you sleep?" And while they're like talking to me, they would slip their hand under the pillow and do the mm-hmm. swap. I had a little actually. Now that I remember, on my bedside table, I had a little tooth holder, so my tooth would go in the holder, and then mm-hmm. they'd replace it with the. Do you think it's crazy that we just used to lose teeth? Yeah, isn't that disgusting? And you get so excited when it wiggled. Oh, and it would hurt, and then you would cry, Oof. and then you would like put it back in your mouth and see if it would fill the cavity up with the new with the tooth that you just lost. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Help. We suck at being newlyweds. Um, thank you guys for starting this episode because I just got out of bed five minutes before this started, and I was not in a mood to talk. So thanks for thanks for knocking me out of that mood. You're hey, welcome. Anytime. Yeah, it was really more Kaylin. She has to deal with you. Jared, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a safe flight, guys. You too. You have a safe flight as well. Um, Kaylin, I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. 
It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.